When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Shutdown Fullcast. You are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. My name is Spencer Hall. I am joined, as always, by Ryan Nanny, Jason Kirk, Holly Anderson, and on the ones and twos, and threes if we had them, Michael Server. This is a reminder, by the way, this entire episode's festivities are brought to you by Coors Light. You almost forgot. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill how's everyone feeling today the mountains on the can emit the howls of the underworld when your beer is cold that's right i'm giving you a nine for that um for that welcome that was a really good one thank you thank you i put um i put my whole diaphragm into it i'm a hater not quite your whole because it wasn't a 10 i'm giving it a seven because i like i like to push you i want i I, like my (laughs) whole thing is i'm like you got more in there give me more Ryan is the Ukrainian alcohol psychosis coach from Cutting Edge. Yeah. Ryan Ryan walks in, puts his jacket up, and goes, whiplash. Three, four. Not my time. <laughs> Not, Not my time. Uh, is this, is this show the opposite of what they're going for in whiplash? Ooh. I don't exactly Let's know. Let's ask Cerber. He's a musician. I mean, if yeah. if whiplash is all about, like, Slavish devotion to precision, synchronicity, musicality, like, you know, everybody being on the same page. J.K. Simmons is lighting the studio on fire the second he is part of this podcast, right? His character. I do think that we collectively would beat the shit out of Miles Teller, though. Hmm. So we've got that in common. All right. I'm sorry. Could you repeat the question? I was answering a call on my Dale Earnhardt Sports Illustrated phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's incredible. Listeners, because this is an audio format, we will go ahead and describe the scene that I am seeing right now, which is Michael Serber holding up the black three car. That is the AC Delco Parts Good Wrench uh, car. This is GM Good Wrench, not GM Good Wrench Plus. That's correct. This is a Lumina model, um, which, of course, Earnhardt dominated in along with Jeff Gordon. That's right. 
Um, and it is also a phone. If you roll it over the belly of the car, the undercarriage has a full. Uh, let's see. Is yes, that's the full dot. The full button display. Does it have? How old school is it? It has a mute redial and blank spot. That's the button you press to respect three, which you would think <laughs> yep. would be three, but no, we have an additional one. Where the hell did you get that server? I got this from my my papa who ordered it out of Sports Illustrated. <laughs> it's an heirloom. Yeah, of course. You know, people talk about like the death of the print industry, but I think what really has killed uh, newspapers and magazines is that telephone merch is just not what it used to be anymore. Yeah. Absolutely. My God, that's incredible. Yeah, I would have subscribed. Like, I'm I'm easy. I'm an idiot. I totally subscribe for these kind of things. I know that because we had a house full of SI freebies. My dad would subscribe to SI, and then they would say, do you want a videotape called Crunch Course, which celebrates the NFL's greatest concussions? And he'd be like, hell, yes, I do. This is also a Crunch Course household. Yeah. But we, we're going to watch it wait, 37 times. Yeah. Wait, was that real? Crunch Course? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Crunch yeah. Course. Yeah, yes. I didn't grow up in a Sports Illustrated house. There was like a late 80s, early 90s NFL highlight genre that was just nothing but like big hits this guy almost died yeah this guy almost died <laughs> yeah. isn't that awesome and it's set Simpler over just times. like the shittiest stock music rock track you can imagine oh it does have some nfl films bangers in there though right like boom boom, the, boom just boom, boom, in case you're wondering the amazon reviews for nfl crunch course vhs are exactly what you think they are we gotta go back. Pro yeah. football of the '80s and before was about tough players, not about the many prima donnas of the '90s and today. Football before spelled? women existed. <laughs> Ryan, please tell me that's spelled P R E Madonnas. Uh, it is. It is. It is sadly accurately uh, spelled. Whoa! Yeah. No fucking so way. In that, that technically is prima donna. Brian, some, of those, some of those hits. Yeah. Brian K. Point. Jones, who reviewed this 23 years ago yep. on Amazon. We're old. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. no. We can't think like that. No. Yes. No. 23 no, no, years no, no, ago, no, no. Brian K. Jones. Amazon wrote. reviews it can drink. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Amazon reviews the, that oh stormed the Capitol. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Is this kind of. Oh, no. This is because I told everybody. Oh, I forgot to update everybody. Hold on, well, uh, please let Spencer. I've I've seen the one Spencer's reading, and I really do need him to put it on the record. The Crunch Course is one of the best no frills videos on hits the NFL I've seen. There's no joking around with quote follies unquote or any smut like that. <laughs> smut, smut, smut. Wait, so what is this guy jacking off? This to? is a must see for true fans who are looking for blood curdling hits. <laughs> follies. No, get the fucking bloopers out of here. I want to see beheadings. I, I want it, I want you to know that of all of the reviews, there are eleven total ratings of this. Yeah. Okay, eleven of a video that shows nothing but head trauma. It's just an like 45 minutes straight of head trauma and young NFL assistants looking into the camera and going, courage isn't about being unafraid. <laughs> it's about those who go anyway. It's, I mean, that's understandable. Like, somebody had to produce buck nuts. Those guys have families. Sure. So it's that. Yeah. And of uh, for reviews of this video, which They're to me is like... They're not allowed to see like, them, but they have families. To me, like, the NFL would consider this to be, like, legally actionable. Like, if you actually purchase a copy of this, an agent for the NFL shows, shows up, up and they're like, door. we're, we're going to no, need what, what What they're doing is they're like, you can buy this, but you have to sign this and you can never testify at anything anywhere. 
Yeah, you see nothing. You're not allowed to serve on a jury. <laughs> yeah, you know that 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 warning when they're like, "Do not reproduce," and you know portions of this video do not rebroadcast. Right? This you extends. Do not it. it's reproduce like, yourself. Yeah, do not tell anyone about this. It video. sterilizes you via a ray that comes out of that. That's what the light in your TV is for. Yes, mm-hmm. The little on-off light. It's actually a ray that points yeah. right at your nards. The other thing I remember from this video is that Deacon Jones is in it, and he's the scariest human being in the world. Yes, because they ask him. They they ask Deacon Jones. They're like. They show videos of Deacon Jones just clotheslining people and, like, assaulting them with tire irons, right? And they ask Deacon Jones, like, what'd you do to prep for games to get so mad? And he'd go, black coffee on an empty stomach, two yes. cups. And yes. I was like, you are the, an dude, absolute the, psychopath. Oh this whole fucking video is coming back to me. It's like, it was one of these made me think Chuck Cecil was, like, Freddy fucking Krueger. Like, there's one of these videos <laughs> yeah. where it's like, that guy should be in jail. Yeah. And, I mean, he was, he should. All, like... <laughs> Any, anyone who was highlighted in a Crunch Course era video, yes, yes, they, they should have not have been allowed to play sports. Uh, I just left the first Letterboxd review for Crunch oh, Course. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't believe there wasn't one. Uh, Spencer, I do need you, if you still have the Amazon listing, can you click to the uh, picture of the video cassette outside of the case? Uh, one moment, please. One moment. I'm on the way. The video cassette outside the case is... A quality video with the name Hall on it. This might have been. That is the thing I wanted you to see. That might have been my copy. Handwritten in the top left. <laughs> Honestly. H-A-L-L. Like so no one steals it. <laughs> 43 minutes of legally actionable assault <laughs> with my family name written on it. This. This is the brand. Yeah. yeah this, this is the. the um... This video is incredible. There's also uh, Sam Huff is in it. And it's early black and white footage. Sam Huff uh, was a linebacker, geez, for like back in the 60s. And he's trash talking. And the trash talk in the 60s is Sam Huff pointing to a guy across the way that he has just, I don't know, hit in the Adam's apple with his knee in the pile and going, hey, bud, watch your mouth. I'll sock you one. <laughs> like if, in that voice. If we did Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey in the 80s, Travis Kelsey would have seven teeth. And his mm-hmm. whole job would be to put his his forearm into the throat of a f- opposing defensive ends. He would have seven catches every year. That would be it. That's a great tight end there. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift is dating Conrad Dobler. <laughs> yeah, and there'd be something like, yeah, you remember that great hit between Mark Gastineau and Travis Kelsey, the one where his eyeball fell out? Yeah, that was amazing. He put it back in on and the field. And he put it back in on the Dirty. field. Yeah. Gastineau threw it in the stands, came right out of his head, and Gastineau threw it. And then some Jets fan ate it. It was amazing. I watched this shit on loop when I was like seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's a shot, like, there's a legitimately inspiring, like, burned into my hard drive scene of Walter Payton doing his hill sprints. Yes, it is beautiful. Yes, 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 yes. You know, like, like, it is one of those things it's that... Sh- would... It's shot like, these days they would use drone footage, is what it looks like. I don't right. know how they did it back then. Uh, they did it by a losing child. This three, was child labor. They, 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 they grabbed a, a small child and threw them up high. They wrapped a child in a tumbling mat. Yeah, it's just Steve Sable out there. All right, all right, child all right, Billy. You're gonna get. You're gonna dangle by this fishing line. All right. I'm supposed to be in school. I need I you to be a doctor. You need to square the shut up. Is what you need to do. Yeah. With a timpani player right off camera. Boom, 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 yes, boom, that's boom. right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Orchestras were supported for decades by FL Phelps. <laughs> wow. When all music went electronic in the 80s, the NFL continued. 
simpler times now. I need the big drum. What hits good? <laughs> men were me- men and women were also men. Just just Deca Jones haunting your dreams, being like, I sometimes I'd follow the quarterback home, burn his house down. <laughs> Kate right. Bush in love with Bill Romanowski? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the well, sensual Walt, world. That, literally running up the hill with Walter Payton. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. No. it really is. Whoa. If you like, if you did a terrible YouTube edit of that video set to Kate oh, Bush's running on that hill, yes. I would have ten hours of it. I would have it playing in my head, and I would cry while watching it. But it's it. just yes. the lines running up the hill over and over again. There's no other thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He literally never gets to the top <laughs> of the hill. There is got to deal with the Chicago Bears. It's guaranteed that Crunch Course has been introduced as as an exhibit in an NFL concussion lawsuit, right? Yes. Like absolutely. I don't see how not. <laughs> because you can do this. You could say, "Well, y'all knowingly knew about the violence of the game and actively encourage it through your marketing and branding." And some NFL lawyer would be like, "There's a guy with a Tiffany in the courtroom." I would just no, 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 Dave, stop! No Tiffany right now. This was this was clearly meant as a warning. When you hear the voiceover saying "Modern Day Gladiators," that's our emotional. You don't want to be that. That's John Madden's emotional support timpani. Yeah, it's just Marion Campbell of the Falcons being like, y'all don't know where you are right now, and that's fine, because we're winning. <laughs> this might have been one where there's like 10 minutes on the Falcons team that literally blitzed 11 guys on every play. <laughs> yeah, the grits blitz, yeah. <gasps> oh, boy. So that, believe it or not, is what, not what we wanted to lead with today. But Server showed us the sweet phone, so that's what we have to do. He showed us the Dale Earnhardt phone. Which, by the way, Server, I cannot it's find like one of those on eBay. So you have wow. a true collector's oh, item. Oh, wow. Pricey. Pricey. Server, have you ever made a call with it? Is it connected to a landline? No. A, a what? And, and, and due to the college football fiasco of weeks one and two, I no longer have a phone line through Spectrum, so I don't know how to test ne- it anymore. Next time you come, next time you go to a hotel, bring it with you. Just plug oh, it. Yeah. yeah, like a like yeah. a Gideon's Bible. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't have that in my house. I'd just get drunk and cry and be like, "I'm gonna call God on the Dale phone." <laughs> Ask him what it's all about. That's what the blank button is. You call Dale in heaven. Yeah. (laughs) Speak to Dale. Ask Coach. Server, what you need, you need to get a landline. And you need to. I'm not joking. I'm sorry for laughing because I'm not joking at all. You need to make this your personal bat phone. Like, you're like one person (laughs) of great importance has this number. Maybe it's your dad. Maybe it's Felder. I don't know who. It's going to be Hartzell. Maybe it's Hartzell. Mm. And it's like only Hartzell calls me. (laughs) No. That sounds like I really don't like Hartzell. But. And I don't. But. <laughs> it's spelled ah, man. Mm, no, but I then you know. get the pleasure of screening the call. It's probably Doug. I'll be honest with you. He, he's the one who you needs. Could, 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 we probably could. need a personal line one to the other the most. <laughs> yeah, right, Doug. You could, Doug, Doug good give, news. could give it to one person and then just never answer. Doug, that I have found uh, you can buy the shoe phone from Sports Illustrated on eBay. It's not nearly as good, but it is a shoe that's a phone. So whose shoe? Just a shoe. Just like a tennis shoe. Okay, yeah, so it's shoot. so it's old and generic, not yes. like this guy's sneaker. Correct. Yeah, no. No. I love no. it. It is if you had like and it's not like a cool looking shoe either. It's just like, oh, this shit is busted. Golf a Nike shoe. Blazer would make a good phone. Oh, I was yeah. trying to think huh. of, of phonular ob like if we had a modern if we had a modern novelty phone craze, what would they be? <sighs> oh, this I shoe's th- amazing. <laughs> 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 it's like just the most basic white yes. tennis shoe. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's also the football phone, which is Like, imagine an phenomenal. unbranded uh, Nike Air Monarch. That's essentially what this shoe is. <laughs> if you look at the ads for this, mm-hmm. and you can find them on YouTube, the one for the football phone, there is somebody who looks at the camera and in a billowy 80s, 90s button-down goes, It's a phone, but it's a football! That's right. That's <laughs> fucking right. Like somebody was paid. Okay, so now I want to cut to Anthony Richardson throwing that football phone. Yeah, and just exploding the eye socket of <laughs> one of his receivers. Yeah, the the actual work hazard that is Anthony Richardson. Can we talk about this? Uh, I know that this is a visual medium. Can we talk about this pass real quick? If, I apologize. Yeah, if there's a pass, if you because I think we might owe him an apology. Yeah, you should follow Nate. Tuss Welcome back anyway. to Crunch Quarter Podcast. No, no, for real, we might owe Anthony, we might as a society owe Anthony Richardson an apology. Yeah, you should follow Nate Tice first of all. Nate Tice is a friend of the podcast, uh, a football analyst. In he used his to work at a pretty right. good sports website. Former, for, yes, he did. Former uh, Wisconsin quarterback. His nickname former was the Russell Human Wilson uh, roommate. Russell Wilson roommate, and he Whoa. says that Russell Wilson really does want to be president. You can listen to him talk about that on a fine episode. But I assume Russell Wilson wants to be president in, like, the 24 way. Not in the, like, real president life way, but in the, like, Mr. President, you must get to a bunker. And he's like, no, I will fight the terrorists myself. Mm. So he wants to be the, um, what's the word, the last uh, survivor. Yes, so, yes. designated yes. survivor. Listen, yeah. Yeah. you can't be both Which is another idiot. key for Sutherland vehicle. You can't be the idiot boy who saves the president and the president. That's uh, Russell works. Wilson can. Mm. Russell Wilson thinks he can. Idiot but yes, you can listen to that. You can listen to Sorry. that episode on Pablo Torre finds out. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. Uh, thank you for completing the uh, unsolicited plug for Pablo. That will be ten thousand dollars. That will be. We $10, know you have it. We will be invoicing. Yeah. Yep. We know you got it, son. Come on. <laughs> Bring it back. Send that shit on over. No, oh, but cost of living in New York too bad. Live somewhere cheaper. <laughs> We're sending the bill. Uh. Nate Tice, you should follow him anyway. He shared a clip of Anthony Richardson doing a throw in uh, the Colts game this past weekend. Anthony Richardson at Florida had an issue where he threw the ball so hard, his receivers could not catch it. This is often because they simply lacked the hand strength and intestinal fortitude to catch it, which I do not blame them for. But that wasn't wasn't necessarily the word on Anthony when he was in college. No, no. He was inaccurate. Right. But part, but part of that a- inaccuracy was like, hey, this Drops. is a like five yard out. You and I'm going to, to fucking hammer yeah. it. But the overall, but the overall knock on him, be, like the, the thing that floated out into the ether, was not he's too strong. It was he's inaccurate. Yes, like that was yes. the top that line. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, and that is after seeing this, critical. after seeing this Colts pass, I think we may have to reverse that top line. Uh, like, yeah, he might be too strong for anybody. Yeah, it's like a post route on the right hash thrown uh anywhere from 20 to 25 yards i'm just doing this off the top of my head so i'm not exactly sure how far but it's about 20 25 yards somewhere in there and it is ripped it is torn a hole in the fabric of space and time hard and caught right over the guy's right shoulder away from the defender it is a not only a perfect pass, but thrown with a velocity and accuracy that is railgun alarming. It continues to rise at a rate that you don't that doesn't look physically possible. Like yeah. it looks like bad CGI. Yeah. It's like Josh Allen worthy. Like yeah. where Josh Allen makes those throws where you go, Ha, huh, that's a straight line forty yards down the field to an exact point most people couldn't hit in ten tries. Yeah. It's that good and that scary. So it's fucked up. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, like, so good, it's, like, messed up. Yeah. 
I just want to note, uh, Nate, Nate does write for a good website these days. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. I'm sorry. I forgot there's news. Sorry. Sorry. Right. I forgot there was a new sports website. Uh, <laughs> it's Jason's. That's it. <laughs> My apologies to Nate and Jason. Yeah. That's uh, The Athletic? I forgot we were still making sports websites. Wait, it's still going. There's a couple. I don't know why. There's a yeah. couple. It's the Some of them even have newsletters. Yes. Um, That's my makeup call. <laughs> I feel bad. Uh, look, I never know how to act when I actually feel bad because no, it's not something that happens don't get, very often. It, listen, it's not a problem. You can't feel bad on this show. That's what the listeners have to do. Ah, correct. Yes. <sighs> Holly, I wouldn't feel bad if it was Spencer. I feel bad if it's one of you two. Oh shit! Ryan has a sports web. God damn it! Uh-huh. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Can I can I say something about about that we published at my fine. You can go to messenger.com slash sports or you can go to the athletic or you can go to channel six or you can go to split zone duo if you love Go to all of them. If split zone duo Go to three websites per day. Yeah, that's it. Um and I don't know, see what Bud's up to too. Bud's fun. God, Bud's great at making people mad. Like, Bud there's is, nothing left but sports websites. They litter the landscape, and all of our friends are at the surplusage of sports websites. You know, Bill Connolly wrote something today. That I just <laughs> no, that's, I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> Agent O O O One so One O O O One. Lauren Brownlow wrote something for us that I truly did not. I didn't. It makes sense, but I didn't really appreciate it. I didn't know she was writing for y'all. I love her. Notre Dame has won 30 straight regular season ACC games. What the <laughs> fuck? The last, wait, wait. Do you, remember, Ryan... do you remember in 2017 when Miami beat Notre Dame and, and Miami fans went fucking crazy? Miami they, was back. Mm-hmm. And yes. then they lost to Pitt and got stomped in the ACC championship game. That Miami game, that's the last regular season ACC game that Notre Dame has lost. <sighs> But Ryan, Notre Dame's not in the ACC. Uh, you know what? They have. This is Notre Dame and ACC are every stereotypical open relationship. That, that, where, I, I described them as that on on Split Zone Duo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is a, um, a ethical non-monogamy and polycule situation. That Catholic polycule culture. That this we is all um, what a horrible fucking Indiana. deal for the ACC. Like, their, their teams just lose, and what what do they get out of this? This was the first like, time. Like, a little like, bit of TV ratings. This was the first time in like two years that a team even an ACC opponent even kept it within one score. Now some of it is like Notre Dame keeps drawing. AC, Duke is the exception here, but they keep drawing like ACC teams that are not very good. Although they've also like they've beat Clemson, they've beat Florida State. Not when Florida State was great, whatever. But like thirty games is just so many, just so many. And they made you take Stanford and Cal, and they're they're yeah, they're I, still not in your league. I don't have to adopt Stanford. all their weird pets, and they still haven't left their wife, the Virgin Mary. Like yeah, I, all they did is leave their shit in your yard. Like. I I have the to. Pets could have done that on their own. I have to admit, Notre Dame has fucking flexed on the ACC with amazing skill. Uh huh. And like, I don't care if you're playing bad teams. Football's hard, and stupid yes. things happen. Yes. Thirty in a row is a wild. Yeah, that streak. should probably be like the, the in Latin over the entrance to the stadiums. Yeah. I feel like so maybe we can resolve this with the old standby of like Notre Dame's schedules are bad and soft and weak and they don't count. Just. 
knowing that yes. they're having this easy of a time with the ACC yes. for the first time, we can pretend that that, that old standby yeah, let's is do true. That. That's great. That time, works. time to up the difficulty. And, Join and the Pac-12. Ironically, yeah. whoa, whoa, easy, whoa, <laughs> damn. Ironically, whoa. Jason, <laughs> by doing that, we're further hurting the ACC because it's <laughs> all yeah. yes. on the conference being bad. <laughs> we're just getting rid of all of it. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, I mean, great job Notre Dame just fucking dominating <laughs> your business partner for the better part of six years. Oh. Secretary remake is weird. Like was I think Sam Hartman might have been in high school the last time Notre Dame lost to a uh, to an ACC team. I'm gonna double check. Or, or may have just been starting in his first of nine years. Yeah, he he, he yeah. was he was he was in high school. He had not yet started yeah. at Wake Forest. Damn. That's how long uh, it's been. Sam, Sam Hartman was leaving Amazon reviews on Crunch Course. <laughs> oh <laughs> God, one second time. Oh no, wait, he wasn't alive yet. Hey, you guys he? remember just week barely. before last when I pointed out that Alex Kirshner was born in 1992 yeah. and our entire audience crumbled to dust? Yeah. I have a correction. Yeah, that's because <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I did after this was tell Alex that he had uh, owned in absentia our entire audience, and he said, "Well, that's funny." And I said, "Why?" And he said, "I was actually born in 1994." <laughs> <laughs> and then my entire arm just fell off at that at that shoulder, just rotted away. Man, customers also bought. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now let's let's see what customers also saw. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a um, man cave kit. Yeah, trash saw, bags and duct tape and saw lie. Low. What do we need lie for? <laughs> in such large quantities. The dreamers? What? Blow up trad wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. You all right? Yes. <laughs> Um, I before we get entirely <laughs> off the subject of Notre Dame. What? Uh, as this How before we trad wife off the subject <laughs> of Notre Dame. Yeah, as, sorry, that was smooth. That was smooth <laughs> transition yeah. we've ever had. As this podcast resident, JK said it's fucking lifted right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is not going to make people stop asking about our polycule. No. Are you rushing? <sighs> uh, so on TikTok, you should know that there are some truly out of pocket. Uh, ladies and gentlemen who are thirsting over Sam Hartman. There are there are every that single... That seems normal. That's not out of pocket. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, there's a lot of like extremely sultry slow motion montages of... That's normal. Sam That's, Hartman. It's yeah. just going to happen. Wait, we looked through Trace McSorley Twitter. Also, also like Sam Hartman this is, TikTok. A hockey franchise intense. had to tell TikTok to stop being horny and TikTok got very mad. <laughs> what? Was what? The, what was this? This like this is. Hold on. This no. is not scripted. I no, really no, no. Don't know. no, no, no. I don't is, either. Uh, hold on. All right, I'm I'm googling because it auto filled. NHL book talk drama. I love it. What? Yes. This yes. is this okay. is this is about. So That's there's three words a that you just uh, put back to back. None of those words are in the Bible. I'm a, guessing there's an a author forward, was horny. Is that what there's happened? a forward for the Seattle Kraken named Alex Wenberg, who is white and and who is who's married rather. He and his wife had to publish statements that were like, "Please stop objectifying NHL players." On were they publishing line. fanfic about him? Yes, I think I think basically oh, like no. like and, and it the, was getting the, like, like aggressively sexual to the point where like at first the Kraken were like oh this is like you know book talks into us like this is a good thing we should do and we should oh, like no. sort of like 
engage with this audience, but then this audience just could not settle down at mm. all. So, like, this is Travis Kelsey's future. Oh, boy. I mean... No, they're too busy. No, Swifties right now are too busy running Barstool into the ground. Yeah. That's... that's Yeah, that, just, I mean, one job at a time. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's a good use of time. And it, like, granted, it wasn't like, you know, it was a, a select segment of Book Talk, but they were just like, yeah, it was just like too much. So th- it's crazy that this is Book Talk and spe- specifically not just TikTok. Yes. Like, like we're yeah. publishing volumes of fanfic here? Apparently. And holding them up and, say, and pointing at them? I guess so. Why don't you just publish your thing and then just change the names? Why don't you just watch Crunch Course, everybody? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah, what you want to talk about hot stuff. <laughs> like there, was, there were ways to, like, there were, I'm just saying, there were ways to not, um, I, I didn't want to say rub it in this guy's face, but there yeah. were ways. If you want real, if you want real eroticism, why don't Should you Should we go... be celebrating that women can be just as problematically sexual online? Like, is this a weird frontier for equality? This is the, this is the, Recognize this is the more women yeah. prison guards hand clap. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if More you want... women drone pilots. <laughs> Gatekeep, girl Gate... boss. Um, uh, gag me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 Hockey problems. Yep. Remember, we for... don't know enough hockey words for this. For real <laughs> Goalie. Oh, yeah, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Goal. Goalkeep. Gas. Goalkeep. Girl boss. Ice, yeah. Icing. Ghastly public relations. Schedule. Ass fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ass fight. Another quality NFL It's like a sarcastic overreaction to like, oh, the National Organization of Women says we can't show guys punching each other in the head. So here's the guys landed on their butts. You like that? Huh? This is what girls want us to do with our free time? You like their cheeky cheeks bouncy bouncing off God's green art ladies? <laughs> That's what you like looking at? Cake bosses. It had a Ironhead Hayward. An ass known Ooh, for miles. I did really Woo-hoo. enjoy I did really enjoy on the Monday night banning cast last night where they had Sean O'Hara Extended on. Extended butt cheek discourse. Did you did y'all see this where they had Sean O'Hara on and Eli made him explain how he got so sweaty during games. This was the center for the Giants during most of Eli's career. That at halftime, Eli would make him Get on the training table like a baby because I guess his pants were like taped to his cleats, and an equipment manager would have to change him into like dry pants for the second half. So Eli yeah, because wow. Eli couldn't get, get anywhere off. near yeah. his butt without like dr- he would be he would be yes. dripped on. Yes. Yeah, and they made yeah. they made this Eli made this man talk about it. He was like, "Did you like that?" And Sean O'Hara was like, "No, I didn't like it at all." Oh uh, boy! Yeah, that's, it's been a good. There's Sean sweaty asshole. Some my favorite part of the Manny cast, for which we thank the, the return of which, for which we thank God in all his forms, um, was a little bit earlier in the night when Peyton and Eli were talking about uh, we're talking about a tush push, and. There's this moment where Peyton says Peyton says a, a phrase that could be I don't even remember what he says. Like Peyton's like, yeah, you got to really get up in there or something like that. Something that could be derailed by a a phrases type yes uh, a, a phrases type occurrence. And 
Eli is visibly ready to jump. Uh, is like visibly getting ready to jump off the track and veer into a joke. And Peyton just keeps going. Like Peyton sure. is locked in on this butt crack metaphor and just keeps going for like 30 seconds while Eli just kind of gets quieter and quieter. And Peyton's like, well, you go. One guy pushed on the right butt cheek and one guy pushed on the left. And then one guy can just go right up in the middle. There's a there. <laughs> and Eli's just kind of, kind of slowly wilting, but also trying really hard not to laugh. And Jay Kang at the end of the game, who said that the Manning cast was the perfect format for Seahawks Giants because it was a broadcast that actually reflected the game. And at that point, Peyton and Eli had been talking about wet willies for three minutes and just going, oh, no, every time Daniel Jones threw another well, pick. Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the thing is that the Manning cast is supposed to, like, it's portrayed as, like, look, this is fun and light and there are guests and whatever, but what it really is is kitchen nightmares. Mm-hmm, and these Peyton. two are Gordon Ramsay, and they're like, we're here at Daniel Jones' fish shop, <laughs> and it smells of terror. The person who's yeah. having the worst time of all is Peyton. Oh, my yeah, God. Chargers-Jets is a Monday night yep. game. Uh, yes! Oh, yeah. yes! There's there's Jesus. there's a Bears-Vikings Monday. Like, the Monday... I, the I, Bills I, are going to beat the Broncos by 900,000 points on Monday night football. The Monday night football schedule, and again... Vikings-Bears? God! To, yep, you've got that one. <laughs> the Raiders play on Monday night, I think, twice this season, <laughs> um, which is really fucking like, criminal. The NFL has to eliminate these FCS games. <laughs> it's time. All right, we're, but we're here to talk about college football. We're hitting still hat. We're big hits still. Well, blah blah blah. Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared. For decades. Until he reemerged triumphantly as an app and website, GameTime.co. Now, Tim, who accidentally added an E to his name when registering, can offer you last minute ticket deals to NBA playoff games, baseball, concerts, and more. GameTime offers you last minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code FULLCAST for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So I did a, a dangerous thing. I did a little bit of homework, kill. Ryan, you look different. Yeah. Um, did you do something with your hair? I was kind of, a, yes, I got a cut, which, yeah. <laughs> Just go. Um, 
I moved it mind. all to my chin. <laughs> yes. Thank you. There we go. What? <laughs> just go. Just go, dude. So I was wondering uh, yesterday, I was like, hey, you know, like, we've hit the point in the season where I think we're starting to build up a little sort of like, okay, you're heading for, like, either serious disappointment or massive fulfillment as uh, a team. Vis-a-vis in regarding your expectations preseason. Like, we have expected games. We have expected wins. We're like, okay, Vegas has you at this. And right now, some of y'all some of y'all are disappointing Vegas. I know. It's a low point in life when you've disappointed the Sin City. But there are some teams that are so far off at this point that you're like, we can pretty much go ahead and wrap you up as like, brother, you need some crazy things to happen for you to even be considered to be a mild disappointment. And I looked, and there were some people that we talked about, and then there were some people that we really haven't touched on in terms of being extremely disappointing. Are you are, are, are least, you just looking at the the negative? Like, are we going to talk about the positives, or is this? Just... There are some people. Okay. There are okay. some who have exceeded. Okay, exceeded I'm just curious. Points. I'm fine with. Money. No, there are some positive. Okay. It's not all. Listen, it, it's it's not all like you know turrets around here, right? We have some blossoms <laughs> as well. <laughs> Lovely. It's all one big field metaphor, baby. Shut down Fullcast. It's not all turds. It's not all turds is what I'm trying to say here. For instance, and this was the one who got me thinking about it originally. Um, this is what a dark place my brain is. I was thinking about Tampa. Specifically, I was thinking about the University of South Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. Went 1-11 last year for context. Yes, went 1-11 and 11 with a preseason expectation. These odds are all from uh, the MGM Grands Sportsbook, if you would like the source, from BetMGM, the preseason it's odds. Such thorough research. I know. We're excited, Paige? That's because at every turn when I'm trying to do this, I'm like, where's Ryan going to make fun of me? And I just built that. <laughs> I mean, oh, I love the it. place I'll make fun of you here is he like, finally... I'm very glad you decided not to go find the odds, the preseason odds from the gambling company that sponsors our show. Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> so... <laughs> Surely, rate, surely, um, these numbers are inferior. Let's just, yeah. let's yes. just say that. Yeah. Just like, much like yeah, the see, shutdown full cast. These are so wrong. Yes, right? that's true. That's what we are yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. DraftKings were all dead on. These are draft I'm knaves. Okay. Yes. I'm going to show you how very wrong all of these <laughs> all are. All right, so USF. Uh, USF. Four and a half wins projected preseason. Okay. Okay. But they already stand at a robust three and two. Yeah, because the numbers are bad. Yeah, with one of those with one of those losses, yeah, because the numbers are bad, but with one of those losses coming to Alabama, you know, a, a more than respectable loss. And there, so like, and there are at least I would say two. There are at least two wins you can find on the remainder of the schedule, assuming well, things don't go haywire. We'll talk a little bit more about them later, okay. but they do play UConn. Yeah, <laughs> one, and they do play Temple. The University okay. of Connecticut and, found money in Huskies. And they also play Charlotte. So, like, things are looking awesome. Hey, Charlotte's, got, Charlotte's a good football team, and other football teams that beat them should get lots of credit for doing that, even if that's one of their only wins this year. That's correct. A fierce test. <laughs> a serious Especially test when you play them at home. Team. They're really good on the road. They're actually harder to play on the road than at home. People don't know that. Especially they are if you underwhelm in that game, that's just because Charlotte was that devilish yep. on yep. the field. So USF, Alex Golish in year one, uh, good job, dude. Like superb work. We're already like exceeding expectations. Unlike some other Alex Tampa. G coaches, we can think. There of. is mm-hmm. there is there is a this segment is the of the one. audience right now that is like in consecutive shows, including the After Dark show, 
the full cast has said nice things about Missouri and USF. And that is how you know how bad this of a shape this country is really in right now. Call yeah, your senator, call your congressperson, ask them to bring back the old shutdown full cast. Uh, this is a college football podcast, so we like to uncover, you know, the lesser covered stories, the unknown stories. It's That's why I want to highlight into the show. So we should probably start doing that. Yeah, uh-huh. I wanted to highlight that Colorado. Uh, <laughs> A team <laughs> rarely spoken of this season. Uh, what? Was what, that, what, was was, what was the win Have we gone this long without talking about Colorado in terms of seconds all season? Mm, they were three and a half. Three and a half games was their preseason okay. prediction. Three and a half wins. Okay. And they're already at three and two. Right? So g- good for y'all. And should, and should exceed this. Like, pretty. If they don't. Ah, uh, boy. No. They, they got Stanford. Well, they got yeah, Stanford. They say, got Arizona listen, State. They like, got Stanford. They got Arizona State. Uh, and there's like a, a couple other coin flips as well. There's there's maybe some flippy flippy in there. Sure. Yeah. There's 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 the possibility that they could go. And ahead Travis Hunter's coming back. Yeah. Like six wins. Six wins is entirely probable. It's on like, the table. It's on. Yes, I would agree. I wouldn't say probable. Okay. But. Okay. It's on the table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teamrankings.com does project. Mean- it's a long table. You might not be able to reach. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's so across. close to the table. I will say so teamrankings.com projects them at 6.1 wins. Okay. So, All right. Let's, oh. call it, let's call it likely. Okay. Yeah. Looking, looking pretty decent. Okay. So just, you know, like if you didn't already know, that's a success. Okay. That, that's like already been a success. Congratulations, y'all. I wanted to discuss this one because, because, um, you know, they're the fathers of this whole shit. Rutgers was at four and a half wins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fathers of shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Rutgers was at four and a half wins. Currently sitting at four and one, baby. Currently sitting. And in a very Rutgers gesture, I would say I'd go ahead. I'd go ahead and take the over there on, on whether they, they bet like they better hit but with with the, the because they have Michigan Indiana. State and Indiana, Indiana left. Like they really better hit the over here. If they lose every game left on the schedule. It's very hard to say this was a good year for Rutgers. They better win two out of the next three, and those two better be Michigan State and Indiana. Yeah, I think, <laughs> like, I think that's right. I think that's right. I don't. I don't. Beyond that, I'm like, uh, maybe Iowa, maybe because that will just be Rutgers plays such a like molasses slow form of football that that the over under for that game is going to be diabolically low. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> like nine card blackjack hand, right? Two. You're two, on your sixth card. Yeah, one you're on and your a sixth quarter. card. It's like, why am I at 11? How to buy Look, more just cards. Looking at the, the defenses they're facing. Like Massey projects Rutgers to score from here on out 14, 21, 23, 12, 11, 13, 10, and 21. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they got a Boy Scout troop there. In terms of ages, so, uh, that's. That Ohio State, Iowa, what? Penn State. Right. You know how you I got, got a bunch of twenty-three-year-olds in your Boy Scout? No, no, that's the what? camp. That's if the I scout these ages that's listed, the... If I saw these ages listed on a Lost in the Wilderness manifest, I would no, be I like, a scoutmaster is in trouble. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Tw- sure. The twenty-three-year-old is in charge. Sure. Yeah, exactly. This is a whitewater competitive soccer team, Lost in Wilderness. Yes. Yeah, this is Yellow Jackets for boys. Which is from New Jersey. There it checks go. out. There you go. See? Bringing it all the way around. That'd be a really short show. So, yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> We're all going hunting. We're all dead now. <laughs> Who's staying here with the stuff? Nobody. Nobody. Fuck that. 
This is an awesome Tubi movie. <laughs> 35 minute yellow jackets. We could do that bit. Lost in Piedmont Park. We just shoot it on an iPhone. <laughs> this turns into a documentary, a documentary when the filmmakers are themselves shot in Piedmont Park. We could do this. Let's just do it and see if we can make like $73 off this movie. <sighs> Foodcast Productions. I have one that's near. It could actually take place at Piedmont Park in real life, and they just can't find their way out of it because they refuse to ask for directions. Let's see it. Well, dudes rock. Yeah. Man. Dick butt kiss wouldn't ask for directions. He'd hit. <laughs> butt kiss. Um, I want to go. I want to leave the winners for a second. We're going to come back. Um, I wanted to go to one that we'd already mentioned. Losers. Okay, coming in the season, y'all. UConn was projected uh, at four and a half wins. Who did that? that which Four. is like pretty. I mean, this is a team that what did they win five or six last year? They they yeah they went bowling. Okay, so like that's not year over year. It's like okay, that's not a, a high degree of enthusiasm to say this team that made a bowl is is only going to get four or five wins. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. They are very significantly worse than last year, and yes, that and wasn't are expected. Cur- they are. All, they are at- also like snake bit in a weird way. Mm. Yeah, bad teams usually are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you know, fl- flies flies follow. You know what they follow, and hmm. this is a team that is currently at zero and five, and looking down the stretch in terms of, hey, surely things will look up. They are favored in one game. Out of their is next, the Sacred Heart seven. game. Sacred Heart. Yeah. They are favored against Sacred Heart. What the Heart. fuck is Sacred Heart? Uh, it better be a win. Is that F- that's not even FCS, is it? Yeah, it's FCS. yeah, it's an FCS okay. team, but it's not. It's not a very. It's good not a good one. <laughs> no, they they nope. are uh, one in four. The rare, right acc- the rare accidental bit of anti-Catholicism on yeah. the show, and it didn't come from Spencer. They are. They are. They are not a. God damn. They're not a t- uh, tenacious FCS. Because it was intentional. Mm. It was me. But they got to yes. yeah they like they have to play Rice who's 3 and 2 this year. They have to play South Florida. They have to play uh, a Boston College team I don't understand in the slightest. They got to play Tennessee which at Massey they're listed at 0% chance. Wait, yeah. <laughs> That's hard to do. That is fucking hard to do. UConn. UConn plays When did we schedule that? UConn. I don't even remember. Hey, good for you. Tennessee November 4th. What the f- why is it in November four? Because it's Shh. because it's about tradition. Just, don't get caught. <laughs> no, why is it, no? I mean, it's not even SoCon Challenge Week. It's, what is? Yeah, it's sandwiched. Awesome. It's sandwiched between a road game at Kentucky and a road game at Mizzou. This Take fucking it. schedule, dude. Like they're going Tennessee to Boston innovative. College. <laughs> they're going to Tennessee. Then they're going to JMU. JMU's yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah. God. And this then, an- end of the year, the two worst teams are facing each other in the Cumble. UConn, wait, wait. UMass. Is, is UMass again one of the... Oh, that's disappointing. Did we, did per per Massey right now, they are... Uh, let let yeah, me see the computer composite. Okay. Uh, UMass is last. UConn is fourth from last year. UMass, UMass is at least a more fun bad team this year, I would argue. Yeah. Well, they, they have one win, so that's more fun. Yeah. So that's... That's grim. Okay. That's, that's that's grim as hell. So 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 they have to go one two three four five. So they have to go five and two to end the year to hit the over. <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't happening. Yeah, it, UConn it's... beats Tennessee. Zero <laughs> percent is hard to pull off. Like I... uh, the, anyone who puts these numbers together is like, Ooh, let's let's avoid the zeros and the hundreds. Uh-huh. Let, let's like always say like, right? oh, we we'll leave room for somebody. Four percent. Yeah, yeah. Six like, percent. Yeah. Right. Which is to say, Jim Moore, you have a chance to pull off the most amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you would be the only coach in the world who could actually say nobody thought you could win. 
because you didn't think you could do this shit either. You'd go into the locker room. <laughs> hey, t- t- I'm going to have to clean those up. Stop throwing them at me. God damn. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> you know what you did. <laughs> I know what I did. God, I'm just going to take, take the ammunition away. Um, another loser, by the way. Uh, no, don't, don't throw that. God damn. Uh, another loser in terms of uh, expectations. Underperformer, please. No, this is a loss. Currently a loser. Yeah. But Currently a here loser. Here comes the turn. I think, I think bound it and bound for glory. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pit. Oh. Pit. Pit had seven <laughs> oh, expected man. wins. Seven? Yikes. Seven. <laughs> what do Those we have? One? expected win. Yeah. One and four. <laughs> over, uh, <laughs> over, over the Terriers. Over Wofford. So they're O for FBS right now. And they're getting less competitive as they go. Uh-huh. <laughs> of the remaining seven games. Uh, three, BC, four, that's four are against currently ranked teams. Seven, eight. I'm sorry. Is there eight eight games remaining? No, there's no, seven. seven. There's yeah. seven. Four yeah, against okay. all of them against teams. All of them other than BC are against one loss or better teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Zoinks. So they're favored in the BC game, which would give them two. <laughs> two. Oh, man. The jerk uh, ball. Fuck. The jerk ball. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really sad that us, the people who invented the concept of Pitt losing in order to become more powerful, are not predicting that what's, at all. What's fucked <laughs> no. up is that if the, if the super weapon goes off, it will be on November 25th when Pitt beats Duke. And we all yeah, it's like, oh, like, Duke no. in the playoff. How crazy finally, is this going to be? Finally, yeah. Duke gets its comeuppance. I mean, they could knock out FSU. They, that can, is, they that cannot do that. They cannot do that. What, no, what are their defense? Maybe? Hold on. What you're, are their defensive the... numbers look like right now? It's terrible. Right. Like, yeah. for, for a team that hangs its hat on that. He didn't say a, might. He said could. For yeah, a coach I said who, could. For a coach who hangs could. his hat. I believe hat. in possibility, Ryan. In, in defensive F-plus right now, they are 48th. Yeah, that would really suck to not, to, uh, not be able to <laughs> score on that team, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. That would be a big surprise, and you'd feel bad about All it. All right. I have another one that I'm noticing on F-plus that I suspect is on your list, too. Go ahead. Fire away. Illinois. No, I did not put them on Ooh, there. Okay. Go Tell ahead. us about and, it. What is, enlighten me. What, I, have right, one, well, what, I have one in the barrel here. Uh, I can't ahead. wait to do the show notes for this episode and write up all the teams we're talking about. Uh, let, me see, not say why. let me see if I can find <laughs> what the preseason win-loss was for Illinois, but you can keep going. Um, I have one that... Uh, Boy, if you want to white knuckle it, if you want to go ahead and make a bet that's going to have you sweating the rest of the year, uh, LSU is expected to win nine and a half games. That is some purple people eating. Uh huh. They were expected to win nine and a half, which is a, that's a tough number. Sorry, how many do they have right now? Uh, we're currently sitting at three and two. So less. Okay. Three and two and less. Ellen? And they're they're right now. There's there's some trending up. Okay. They're favored in all but one game ahead, okay? Uh, Which has remaining... gone really well for them so far. But... <laughs> right. And also, their so defense like... is still their defense. So and their defense is, is ass. Like, I, I, I'm going to be a broken record about this. It's worse than USC's. Everyone has fixated on USC's terrible defense. It is worse than USC's. Can I tell you, too, <sighs> the variety of bedevilment that they will face down the stretch? Because there is one game. First of all... They are coming up this weekend at Mizzou, which is a fiddly, tricky possibly, little offense. Possibly 
at, we were in the top whatever on Channel 6 yesterday, possibly the most complete team mm-hmm. in its division. Certainly yeah. the most consistent team. Consistent, yeah. Uh-huh. I think that's that's a better word for it. But yeah, they are the most consistent team. Horrifying and they are they are bedeviling that's, but that's, offense. But that's not times. the game that you should be talking no, about. No, that's it's not the, the game. It's I'm the talking, next I'm talking, game you should be talking it's about. It's the next three. No, I was saying the next three are all uh, one. And the next one is Auburn. Yeah. LSU-Auburn. Like, the nightmare game in all of the sport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With two teams, both currently undergoing different nightmares both of them so that's just going to be nightmare on nightmare and then the next week they have to face army <laughs> a, a, a not a not terrible army adjusting to new rules um mm-hmm. always a headache and then they play at alabama which will be good and angry by then <laughs> yeah illinois appears to have had a preseason we'll get back to lsu i promise illinois was six and a half was there over under and I think they've won one game. I'm gonna double check that. Two. They two. have one too. Toledo and FAU. They oh right, FAU is the other one. They barely beat Toledo. Um Illinois can still pull this off. They play Nebraska, they play Indiana, they play Northwestern, they play Minnesota, they play Iowa. They don't have a ranked team left. They they avoid like Penn State was the only sort of like titan of the Big Ten that they have to play. They can still, they can still make it happen. But man, they just they got their asses kicked by Purdue. Like, and if they if I will say this, they play Nebraska Illinois Friday night. Okay, sure. Um, that will kind of tell you if they're gonna if they're gonna pull this pull this one out of the dive or not. Yeah, that's another white knuckler. You're like, mm, it's possible, but it's not gonna be fun. No. No, no. That's, that's, if, if that's your goal, it's going to be a desperate climb up to that. Um, I just, uh, team rankings projects LSU at eight and four, which uh, that, that you do that and you're going on the list of like what most, most overrated top five teams. Of you the understand this much better than I do, Jason. Eight and four LSU. Roughly, what bowl does that put them in? I mean, then you're like you're. Uh, Sub citrus, for instance. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're you're That's in the like, you're in the big group of normal bowls, the Nashvilles and Texases and things of that nature. Mm, you're in like a Southwest destination, not a Delta destination. <laughs> <laughs> you're not quite um, uh, Dusty Roads Regional Airlines. Whatever. We're not Birmingham bowling. <laughs> no, yeah, but no, we we're are. Not, we're not we a pre-Christmas bowl. Music Pre-Christmas City. bowl sponsored by Mid South. We are Airlines. Music City, Mid South, formerly known as Outback, that kind of area. Yeah, you're playing Iowa. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're yeah, you're you're in the Iowa tier. Let's say so you're, you're, you're playing Iowa or Wisconsin. All right, so <laughs> that's how. Oh, that's what's going to happen. They're going to play Iowa. Brian Ferentz is everybody's going to be like, Iowa's got to score fifty-eight points for Brian Ferentz to keep his job, and LSU's dog-ass defense <laughs> is going to be like, we let him score sixty-seven on us, <laughs> and America um, gets cooked on a trend. <laughs> I want another uh, extremely gritty, extremely gritty, and powerful and, and passionate. Uh, failure to meet expectations south carolina oh. the number of games yeah the number of games coming in people uh, you wait, know, wait wait I, wait wait 
Wait, no, no. The fundamental flaw here is having expectations for South Carolina football. That is on other people. The ad that Vegas <laughs> has made uh, an amount of money off of it. I know, I know that that's their job, but like, I think anybody who says, You've entered the I know what realm. will happen with South Carolina football, <laughs> I have identified the flaw. The flaw is you, not them. Like taking bets on South Carolina, it's like it's it's not elder abuse, but it's like of the same genre, right? Like you right. Sh- my shouldn't friend, be allowed my to do friend that. with problem with problems like these, you need to talk to a priest. We're conversing with Fat Rob right now. Fat Rob <laughs> says six wins. God has other thoughts on your thought your thoughts. There's so many coin flips <laughs> left in this schedule. <laughs> um, yeah, this one's a this one's a motherfucker. This one's amazing because if you go and you look at what South Carolina, what was has the number? Left, what was the preseason number? The preseason number for South Carolina in terms of anticipated wins, projected wins, was six. Okay. Six. We can we can get there. I mean, they get to play Florida still. We can get there. Now, now they currently stand at two and three. So and they, they got to beat heard, Florida. They got to beat Vandy. I had heard people who were more forward. Th- yeah, I'd heard people who are more forward thinking on these matters say, "Man, they got to bank a couple of these wins early." And I was like, "Whatever." And they're like, "No, man, they really got to beat like Tennessee or North Carolina." And I'm like, "Man, they'll end up at six. Okay, so listen, they they do have Florida on the 14th. That's probably a win. Okay, uh, they got to go to Mizzou. They get Jacksonville State, who we will talk about in the other category. They're they're pretty good. They'll lose, but they're pretty good. And then they got to play man, Vandy, Kentucky, and Clemson. That Clemson game just skipped over a and Just disrespecting the goddamn Aggies. They have a trophy. They, they got money. They got to pay me to mention it. <laughs> the trophy is the Sports Illustrated shoe phone. That's what they're playing for. It's a phone. <laughs> and it's a shoe. And a shoe. Yeah. This is, this is going to be dicey. Uh, Four yeah. wins. Yeah, but, but also, like, you're talking about – if we're talking about, like, disappointment, disappointment – Five is a very doable number here, right? Yeah. Like, can I can I spin it this way? Yeah. It depends on how that last one goes. <laughs> on the <pay. laughs> they could just do what they did last year: just tank till tank till the big games, and then knock the out fuck? Kentucky for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you beat Kentucky and Clemson. Where was this all year? Yeah. The most Gamecock thing would be to hand the Gamecock on Gamecock violence trophy to Jacksonville State and then beat Clemson. That. <laughs> Because that would be the most South Carolina. Dabo gets yeah. fired. Rich Rod takes over. <laughs> yes. As long as we're manifesting, let's go big. Which will only happen because West Virginia's playing well and winning games. Country fucking road. Oh, oh boy. Go at Clemson. I assume West Virginia has oh, to be on the Hey, everybody. West Virginia has Please to be on the list. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> West Virginia has to be on the list of... Uh, of improved, right? Of exceeding expectations. West Virginia is. They're what? Four and one? one? Yep. They yes. sure are. Okay. They are. Four Just and... beat TCU. They are four and one. Neil Brown. Everyone saw. Neil Brown coaching his ass off. And currently, uh, their projected wins, four and a half. So. Yeah. I think they ought to on their way. probably talk an extension. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, their uh, preseason total was four and a half. So, uh, did we mention that? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah we got yeah. that. So four and a half, four and a half, and uh, and favored in four of their remaining games. So 
Yeah, Neil Brown extension. Yeah. I'm hearing it. You're hearing it. Let's all get on board. God, I'm just... Uh, boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one more here, and you want to talk about... Uh, I'm. This is why I think sports gambling is for fools. Um, and made by fools occasionally. DraftKings.com! Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Nebraska. Again! Nebraska. Again! Uh, this is always. Talk about we cannot, we cannot end without Nebraska. No, gonna, um, no, no. no I I'm going to make it brief. Six and a half expected wins. That wasn't... Okay, so some of that was based <laughs> on everybody thought Colorado wasn't going to be good, right? Some. Like, that's, that's one win. That's, that's the difference between six and a half and five and a half. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do beyond that. I still don't mm. know why people. I was wondering where you were going. Oh, that's I all like, I got. I, I ran out of steam there. I'm sorry. They are favored in one, one of their remaining. And there's games. only. Is it the Northwestern game? Yeah, and then yes, only the in, only game. Illinois and Purdue are within the coin flip range. So. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty dark. It's a very dark place to be. So we're probably looking at four and eight here. Yeah, Christ. yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't. Um, they cannot score points. Like, oh my god, that's uh, if you think if you think Iowa Rutgers is going to be a low over under. <laughs> look at Black Friday, Black Nebraska, Friday. Iowa. Jesus I, I, Christ! You know what? I, this is this is too dark for me. Let's go back to if some if realignment gonna... was secretly just so we didn't have to play Iowa Nebraska every Friday. I'm now in favor of it. I'm now in favor of Nebraska everything that happened to the Pac-12. <laughs> I don't give a shit who's there. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Pack three, buddy. <laughs> go 0-2 I'm... every year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I lost three times to each. Oh, I lost three times to Wazoo and three times to You'll Oregon beat State. Wazoo once because Wazoo will fuck around. But other than that, yeah. Uh, speaking of the king retaking his throne, yeah, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State was projected at four and a half wins. And their FBS debut, they are at four and one already. Um, and where do you see? Where do you? Where are you projecting them to go from here? Is my question. Well, at four and one already, and they are favored to win three per per Massey's composites. They are three of their last seven. So a seven win debut, if you put it on there, or if they flip another one, if they enact the Beamer protocol mm-hmm. and they beat South Carolina so that they can uh, beat Clemson. Uh, yeah, you could look at seven or eight here. This is they, a, and they're favored. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is if you want to root schedule. hard, by the way, they're favored against Liberty as well. So a somewhat a somewhat large-ish game. Yeah, a somewhat large. Are they game. favored against Western Kentucky? They are not favored okay. against Western Kentucky. Okay. Western's so good. Favored, I mean, that's not, not you know, Liberty, Western Kentucky's a fine that. team, so there's no no shade in that. There's only one game they're likely to just not win. That would be South Carolina. Uh, like otherwise, there's on this entire schedule there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight bottom 100 type opponents plus an FCS team. This is a beautiful schedule. Um, yeah. There's one team you haven't mentioned that I'm very concerned for. Mm-hmm. This is a team that was had a six and a half game set, partially because of the schedule. But the early part of the schedule has not been mm, supremely successful. It's a team who mm-hmm. has two wins to date over Western Carolina and Kent State. I'm talking about Arkansas. Yeah, they're they're on the, they're filed under the losers okay, Ryan, okay, at the moment. Okay. They are uh, currently disappointing. Uh, two and three, they're favored in three of their remaining games. Uh, one of those is Missouri. What the fuck? 
Like I would not. Yeah, that's not that's, how I would uh, stack that game. Uh, okay. it, an individual rating can have some weird stuff in it sometimes. Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh -huh. While we're on the subject, yeah. where is the Georgia Kentucky line now? <laughs> Uh, it I'll wasn't check. like 20 it started at 26 it was at 26 then it was at like 19 and a half 14 and a half oh is that all i mean that's at least uh this is uh yeah the arkansas yeah. the the danny knows experiment at uh it turns out God, we don't poor like chris, it poor chris driver <laughs> it turns out we don't like an efficient kj jefferson we don't like an efficient uh arkansas at all that's not what the team should be. That's not what they should try to be because it, it ain't working. They haven't banked a whole lot of wins early. It doesn't get any easier down the stretch. Uh, they are, oh boy, they're on, they're, they're, this is ugly. It's bad. It, they, they, Auburn, Arkansas is probably a, will you be bowl eligible tipping point? I would say. Yeah. Like, if they don't win it, that, I think it will be very hard to get Arkansas into a bowl game. And then, like, I do not – I haven't looked at the recruiting rankings. I don't know, like, what – but, like, I do not feel great about about that coaching staff having any longevity nope. at this point. Nope. I really don't at all because it was a very nice story a year ago. And then somebody decided to have expectations. And then. But again, even got... those are like six and a half was like, that's a very manageable number in theory. Well, also, like, mm -hmm. like we said a couple shows ago, also, their, their slide, their, their backslide is going like largely uncommented on, which is strange given how much of a darling Pittman was on the way up. I, I think I, it could be because it's been so, um, so gradual. Like it was, it was. Two years ago, when um, when they were uh, felt like they were very much on the way up, and then last year, yeah. eh, and now they're so it yeah, might just be that it wasn't all that like stark or sudden. They yeah. lost. Listen, losing the LSU game, that's now in retrospect. And like, I'm not saying that they should be like excoriated on television constantly. I just usually when I or maybe it's that they, that they didn't stay long enough atop the mountain. Yeah, for it to be commented much on when they fell back down. But you know, usually when Usually when somebody makes as big a splash as Pittman, uh, like, you know, culturally within the conference and it, it, that wave recedes, you know, that, that tends to draw comment. I would guess it's also probably because, like, he's uh, funny and personable. Yes. Yeah. Also, it's Arkansas. You know, like, they don't get the marquee attention, positive or negative. Well, you know, the real answer here is because thinking out loud on the SEC network. <laughs> It's not, it's not there to cover him. That's where I got most the, of my pitmaker. The other content. part of this is Chad Morris, I still think, is fresh enough in memories that people are like, oh, we know what bad Arkansas really looks like. Like, this is like... That is a great This point. is underperforming and kind of frustrating Arkansas. It is not Chad Morris Arkansas football. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that memory's still there. Yeah. That memory's still there and it's fresh enough. But they did drop... Like dropping that game to BYU, and in retrospect, dropping that LSU game, which you only lost by three, to a team with no discernible traces of offense of defense. Yeah, that's that's mega bad. The team that I want to end the positives with is thank that, goodness. Uh, no more, no more positives. I know. Uh, Mizzou, uh, the University of Missouri football team, hmm. an expected win 
total coming into the year of six. Of six. Okay. Goodness gracious me. And we are already sitting at five and oh. Five it's, and oh. It, there it, is, it should be noted, it is a very like skin of your teeth five and oh. Four points hey. over a middle Tennessee team that is not very good. Correct. Uh, SEC record field goal to beat Kansas State. But Kansas State isn't bad. So <laughs> Never in doubt. Seven <laughs> points over Memphis in a neutral, playing in the Rams' old home in St. Louis. And, like, Vanderbilt, they handled pretty easily. But, like, there's... Making it hard, by the way, because they pick teams that I know are good, but I don't know how good they are. Sure. Like, like ooh, you beat Memphis by a single score. You're like, eh, I don't know. That might mean something. Right. Kansas State you is know? the same way. Maybe Kansas yeah, State. Exactly. Maybe we get to the end of the year where we're like Kansas State is the best five loss team in the country. <laughs> but still won, five loss team. But but unlike Arkansas, unlike Arkansas, you you won the gimmies, right? You won. You you've completed the early assignments. Yes. In full. Yeah. And passed all of them. That's true. Right. That's Booking true. wins early. And that, is what and this that is do. like very much in contrast to what Missouri is used to doing. I would say. Right. Right. Like, there are... there's, And then the rest of the schedule, not a whole lot of favored games. They're favored over South Carolina. Florida's on here. They could easily win that. <laughs> um, you know? And Arkansas's on here. So, like, this is a team where you go, we might not be able to make fun of Eli for going, you know, 6-7 and seven again. Well, yeah, I mean, in well, a bowl, anyone can beat LSU. The heck, the heck I can't. Or, or it, the other thing is, this could be the reverse November. Like, this could be the reverse, like, oh, Ooh. yeah, it all fell apart down the stretch. I don't know. I truly don't know at this point. If they don't – they've been so good at making throws easy for Brady Cook. Yeah. Like, just making the offense easy and giving him solid throws. And then when things get hard, you just throw it to Luther Burden because he down there somewhere. Sure. Right? Like, sure. like, fuck it. Down there somewhere. Like, just get, get it up there. Let him go. That – I don't know, man. Like this, this like like eight or nine, eight or nine could be the go here. They are they are probably they are probably the most one of the most accurately rated AP t- AP teams at this point. Where you're like, <laughs> yep, right at the edge of the top twenty five is like where you belong. That's like about like they're probably between the twentieth and twenty seventh best team in college football right now, which is great. Like that that's fine. Mizzou, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, uh, let's let's. That's enough positivity. I need to get to at least one more loser uh, before we get to my favorite category, which is who the fuck knows? Uh, because there's a lot of coin flips down the road. Uh, Baylor, mm. Baylor had seven expected wins coming into the season. Please. Seven, and they are currently at two and three. They are favored in two of their remaining games and they do not seem capable of playing a normal football game that's the most the most alarming thing for anybody following Baylor on a personal level would be this you're not capable of playing a normal game they're all going to be weird weird in different ways even the blowouts the team rankings projection for Baylor right now is 4.7 wins goodness so. uh, yeah yeah you're, you're favored to beat Houston because Dana's out to lunch, y'all. Dana, if you need me, I'll be on the boat. <laughs> Guy who can't be Dana. fired. Unbel- <laughs> you won't believe it. His team is bad. 
I used to think that Dana, like, taking a year off, remember, like, when Derek King left, they're like, well, we'll just, you know, this will just be a scrimmage year. I used to think, like, well, that was that was kind of brilliant. Now I think it was brilliant for different reasons. Mm. Uh, Dana was like, ah, you know, they just released Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> uh, I think there's one more positive one you've left out. Um, BYU. Is it Wyoming? It's BYU. Yeah, I did leave Ooh, out yeah. BYU. BYU preseason five and a half wins and is currently four and one and has enough, like, Yes, they have to play Texas and Oklahoma, but like the rest of the Big Twelve is like, who fucking knows? Are you telling me they can't get two wins against TCU, Texas Tech, Iowa State, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State? Like, I I wouldn't say that's yeah. I think I think BYU is probably going to end up reasonably o- overperforming expectations this year. Not nothing so. crazy, but like, is eight wins on the table? Sure, seven wins for sure. It's going to suck. I, I, at least a couple of good Big 12 teams, I think, are going to miss bowl season. It's such a fucking logjam. So middle heavy. How? And I'm not saying BYU is one of them necessarily, right, but right. they could be. It's stratifying the, outside of Oklahoma and Texas. It's really, and maybe Oklahoma State at the bottom at yeah. this point. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I don't, if it, trying to internally rank the Big 12 is basically one Two, eleven way tie for three. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's a very weird conference this year. I have it's a fun, but it's very. For, I have weird. a proposal for how they can deal with those bowl log jams. They can have four teams show up to one bowl, yeah, and they can each take one quarter playing the other team. I think the Big Twelve should institute a eight team internal Big Twelve playoff. I'm here for it, actually. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. I'd watch the shit out of I that. I think they should call it, like, One True Champion. That would be... <laughs> and, but the, and then they use that, and they use, like, Every Game Counts or some shit. Uh-huh. Or they yeah. just rent a dome for a day, just rent the Alamo Dome. Yeah. And oh, like a high school have, jamboree. <laughs> you just have there one team stay on the field until, they're, until sure. they lose. Right. Right? That's it. You just have Texas stay on the field for 12 quarters uh-huh. and just keep grinding through teams, yep. right? Yep. Just out there puking in the 14th Why did quarter you do of their this? title defense. You, took, you knocked Texas out of a playoff spot because we hate them. That's why. <laughs> yeah. You stay on that field. <laughs> yeah, g- give the Big 12 ideas about uh, things they can do to Texas and Oklahoma right now. They I, might. Do like, I do like that the SEC commissioner is going to Texas and <laughs> yes. Oklahoma, but the Big 12 commissioner is not. He's like, those are his kids. Yeah, I'm not big, going to that soccer game. Big 12 <laughs> commissioner's like, I'm scouting UConn again. I'm not with their bombing. Anymore, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go scout this game in Trinidad. <laughs> That's a cricket match. Yes, it's a growing sport. <sighs> uh, there is. There are a couple of teams that I have no idea what to do with. There are a couple of teams in this category that are also definitely white knuckle uh, thrill ride down the stretch to meet their expectations. Number one I have is Tennessee. Tennessee had nine expected wins. Nine. And you say, well, that's, that's you know, having seen Joe Milton and having seen the sort of hiccups that that offense has had, uh, that seems like a lot. Okay, okay. I, I'll grant that. But if you look at their schedule, with a few upsets, 
getting to nine is not impossible. It's a it's few, possible. few upsets. A few, just a few. Oh, 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 you have to find five more oh. wins on a schedule that includes uh, a and A and M. So, beating Alabama is no longer a new thing. Let's just go ahead. Oh and we'll do it two, two years in a row. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Yep. Let's all right. Let's go ahead and say this, that you that's beat on the A&M. road this year. By the way, that's not that's, in, that's in on the road, and and it's probably the number one thing Nick Saban has been angry about yes. all off season. I think it's certainly up there. Well, that's too bad. Isn't okay. It? okay. <laughs> all right. So you're saying win at a win a, beat a and at home, beat, beat Alabama home. on the road. We need three more wins. Beat Alabama Let's on throw the road. UConn, and then, UConn at home. That's listen. your three. Give me two more. All right. Then uh, at Mizzou, I think they could do that. Okay. Hmm. And okay. Vandy, a good team. Vandy at and the Vandy. end of the year. Yeah. So, you, so now if you huh. don't, here's where things get fun. You're leaving someone out. No, they don't need that is to get to nine though. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. If they mind, simply beat I Alabama, <laughs> I was trying. So here's the I thing. Was trying to do a thing. If they Sorry. lose to Alabama, then we really have a fun challenge because then you have to beat Georgia. Now, no, you can beat Kentucky. No, you don't you have to. You can beat yes. Kentucky and Georgia. There's the Kentucky. Kentucky those. is where this really turns. Correct. <laughs> that's that's the that's the shit. Thank of it. you. I've been waiting for us to get because, to this part. Because if they lose to Kentucky, they're going to lose to Mizzou, too. That's the problem. So I'm guessing starting mm. this year, it's like, wow, only four road games, and two of them are Kentucky and Missouri? Wow. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, no, you got you to gotta go to fucking Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> this is tough as hell, and I really love the challenge. The, George- like, I love the like, Georgia-Tennessee is- game is so late this year, and I hate it. I fucking hate like, it. Like, mm-hmm. every – ugh. I don't know when well, like, schedules. And we already played Georgia Auburn. What is this that? Is, shit? I feel so old complaining about it, but when the schedule is this <laughs> no, it, weird, it messes with my bio yes, rhythms. Yes, it's like like the bio rhythms of my bile. Right, right, are completely thrown off. Right. This my... is scheduling by FromSoft games. This is <laughs> okay. Now, now we're gonna make you do the other thing. Florida five and a half. <laughs> I did not list huh. that because I had already sort of for, like, nope, said that. No, we're doing it. No, you're going to do it. Can you, can you get three more wins? Can you handle? Can you get three more? I think the answer is yes, but it's going to be dicey, and I know Am which three I it has to be. bad enough dude to find three wins for my own. How many you need? Schedule. Three. Three? Three to go over. Three to exceed five and a half. And to also, by the way, wins. five and a half, very this. aggressive line for this Florida team. I, uh, very so aggressive line. Team rankings has you at 5.9 for what that's worth. Can I... <laughs> Can I do it, Ryan? No. Can I lie? Yes. Fuck me. What? Listen to me lie. Do you like um, living pl- paycheck to paycheck? Florida Gators <laughs> football may be for you. God damn it. Who left the AC on for that long? <laughs> Spread water for the rest well, of the month, Well, that's it. We're faking our death so the electric company can't come get us. Finally, All right, the number Florida one. football prophecy come true. Right. I have faked my death In- as a result Immediately of this football. weekend, we will know if Florida can do this or not because they host Vanderbilt in a revenge game because they that lost to Vanderbilt last for year. For this goal, that is a must win. That is a must that win. That is a must if win. If they lose okay. to Vanderbilt, the over is dead. The season is dead. It's done. Like it's Billy Napier might get fired the week after, and I yes, that's a grave overreaction. But it really might. I don't think you can lose to Kentucky and Vanderbilt both times you played them. And no, like uh-uh. no, no, I don't think you can get away with Every, that. That will be like I. I would just go ahead and for anyone in administration and in charge of that university and the decision making, declare a twenty-four hour moratorium and avoidance of sharp objects for twenty-four hours. If they lose I mean, game, so, just... so these are the three Florida has to win to go over. Vanderbilt, South Carolina on the road. Jesus. <laughs> and home against Arkansas. 
Like, mm. you have to say, things won't get weird against Vandy, South Carolina, and Arkansas. That's a bad way to live, man. Either that or you flip somehow the LSU, Missouri, or Florida State games. Like, no, They're not going to flip yeah. Florida State. That one's you not simply gonna beat Georgia. That one's not going to happen. I can... I can I can Notice, see way, a case for Missouri is not what we thought they were, and by the time we get there, that's so late in the season, maybe the complexion of things looks totally different. Yeah. And LSU is – but LSU, like, has so much hate and venom at this point that it doesn't feel flippable. But their defense is very bad. Their defense is very bad, but Florida's offense isn't very good. <laughs> yeah, it's in, like, we're, we're in, like, the hundreds, like, by most metrics, like <laughs> – it's you might good. score a hundred. Florida's defense isn't. Over the course of the uh, rest yeah, of the season, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be a lot. The, the, the long and the short is, we are now in the enviable position of Vanderbilt is a do or die game for the Florida game. <laughs> <laughs> and what a, is I the line a... on that game? I do not know. I'm going to look because oh, I wait. don't like myself. Uh, you're looking at eighteen and a half. Well, they're not going to cover that. No, they're not going to cover that. Free, it's free money. Come the on. Over-under on this game is 52. Mm, seems high. <sighs> then again, maybe Vandy will run the ball. And then, whew, I don't know. Scoreboard's going to light up. Vandy can throw maybe. is the thing. Vandy, Vandy can throw the ball a little bit. Uh, oh, boy. So, yeah, that's how that's how you find Can we talk about wins. something happier? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a few no, more. No, no, I want to. I want to. I <laughs> want to talk so about much math. I want to talk about something else entirely, please, Holly. You can. You can go right ahead. Yeah. Ghost dog. Is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> President's dog haunted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Please I'm explain. Waiting so long for this. I I really really deeply regret bringing Politico onto this show, but I feel like you will find it has been worth it. Also, for once, a story broke in time for us to have it on the show and not the day after the show. So there's this story in Politico's West Wing playbook called Commander's Taste Buds. And it is about President Biden's two-year-old German Shepherd commander and his what they're calling behavioral issues. So CNN reported last week that commander recently bit another U.S. Secret Service agent, bringing the total number of known biting incidents to 11. <laughs> now, my personal Known is horse, doing a lot of work there. My known is italicized. Again, don't forget. Don't forget. This is the better behaved dog, not the one that has already been banished from the White House. Sure. Now, my personal pet theory is that it has bitten the same Secret Service agent 11 times. <laughs> but let's let's go with let, let's go with the boring the boring update. Um, there was a there was a wonderful a wonderful bit of it that there was a beautiful bit of um I, I love that we're still pulling off banger tweets in the decline of the world uh but twitter user populism updates dropped a a bit of text from the story into twitter last night that was half real and and then took a turn for a ghost story in the middle uh claiming which politico does not that commander was roaming the halls making a mysterious clicking sound and I just I just want to read some of the response. My my favorite response, and I think the one that really sums up um, my best opinion, is from uh, Twitter user Modest Moist, 
who says, I don't know, man, if you don't want your dog possessed by Mesoamerican corn demons, try not founding your country on genocide. <laughs> and then he says, giant pile, Doctors pile of hate this skulls. one trick. He says, country that did this yelling, oh, geez, sorry, he's normally really friendly, while their dog is beelining straight to the dozenth Secret Service femur they've tasted this week. Now, presidents are very sensitive, PR, even Joe Biden, uh, not him, but his administration, all presidential administrations are sensitive to bad PR. I think we could all draw a pretty straight line from the news the past couple years um, to this dog still being in the White House. And that is that we still don't know how many Secret Service agents were involved in January 6th. Hmm. I haven't. And that this dog is. Because, and, I, and as evidence, let me, let me present this, mm-hmm. okay? The, this dog is in the White House. This dog is surrounded by strangers all day long. Look at the number of reported incidents we have of dog bites. Let me tell you who's not on the reported list of dog bites. President Biden or his family members, including his uh, numerous grandchildren. Staffers. White House employees, pages, visitors to the White House, 20 years. Yeah. Visitors to the White House, dignitaries and their security forces. There, there, there are other countries, security forces in the White House all the time, accompanying people, um, you know, treasury agents who are not in the secret service, CIA personnel, regular ass FBI agents, Regular police officers. Other dogs. Capital police officers. Mm-hmm. Other dogs. <laughs> Squirrels. You know, caf- White House cafeteria workers. Yeah. Guess who keeps showing up in these incidents? It's the Secret Service. I, I have a different theory. Okay. I think the Secret Service has figured out if you if you just fucking need some paid time off and you haven't like booked any. Mm. If you just like put a little bacon in your pocket and fuck with the dog. Like that's a week. That's an easy week. No questions asked. Yeah. You probably don't even have to get bit that hard. You can, at this point you could just be like, Oh yeah, dog bit me. I just, can you imagine though how much paperwork is involved getting bitten by the president's dog? It's probably, it's probably worth it though. If you can get a week or two off Okay. at this point, there might be a form. There might be like, just sign here. If you got bit by the president's dog. (laughs) My other theory is that, all dogs are online at this point, I have to assume. And there's been a lot of mm-hmm, memes going right. around lately about John Carpenter's All The Thing. All dogs are online. There's okay. been a lot of memes about John Carpenter's The Thing. And I mm-hmm. think maybe this dog is like, I don't know which Secret Service agents are true people <laughs> or mm-hmm. assimilated aliens. And I have to bite them to, like, I can't, I can't hold uh, electric current to test their blood. So this is my next best option is to bite them. And if they turn into horrifying thing monster, look at that. I just saved democracy. Let me just point in one one more line. I'm just going to drop in one more line of dialogue from this story. Everyone loves him, said a White House staffer. He's always so friendly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This feels if I'm the Secret Service, this is starting to feel like a me problem. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is this is this dog a cab? (laughs) <laughs> no no because think about all the other different types of law enforcement sure. that are in and out of that yeah. building on a given day is this dog he's possessed? not biting capital police this he's dog not is... biting like dog... he's not biting motorcycle cops guarding the motorcade i think this dog is c cab certain cops are bastards <laughs> <laughs> i think this dog has uncovered the deep state and knows that it's after the president yeah yeah and okay. this dog is the last line of defense. You know, so this is the 11th time? The 11th 
known. The eleventh think... known. So, are you saying that the Secret Service missed an obvious threat you... on eleven mm. different occasions? Do you think? <clears throat> do you think we'll ever get a president with a pet snake? <laughs> we may have already had Johnson one. Hold didn't on. Have one? That's, that's uh... not the kind of pet snake I'm talking. <laughs> that's not what I meant either. <laughs> I just meant he's from Texas. I just meant he's from Texas. No surprise I... here. Theodore Roosevelt had snakes. Did he? There we go. Fuck yes. yes. Oh God. Thank you, Teddy. Oh my did God. Did he take him on submarine? Speak softly and carry a snake in public. Speak <laughs> softly and carry a big snake. <laughs> We need to bring that back, and we need to say, like, it's part of our presidential tradition. Can you imagine? Listen, I'm not going to... Shit, man, you can work a snake into all those coils on the seal. It's fine. It goes with the eagle. This is not the party I'm going to vote for, and I don't think that's surprising. But I think the next person in the Republican debates who shows up on stage with a fucking snake coiled around his or her (laughs) shoulders is going to fucking get that nomination. Unfortunately, they're going to paint the... Unfortunately, they're going to paint the snake... In metallic red, white, and blue, and the snake is going to die like that early golden eye. That's fine. Or goldfinger. Sitting on his couch on his ninth beer, looks up and goes, Oh, dude, that's sick. I could have a beer with that guy and his snake. I'm voting. Goddamn, Vivek's got a snake. I like this dude. I could probably smoke K with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) This is actually how we finally get Ted Cruz off this mortal coil. He's like, they'll like me now as he lifts this giant rattlesnake out of a box. Like, like, this is the move. This is just the move. Be be the snake nominee. (laughs) Just, just, I want to be the paid actor in the audience for that. He goes, hey, the snake guy seems real fucking cool. I agree with Mr. Thinks the Snake Guy is cool. I got a question for Governor Snake Master. (laughs) (laughs) He speaks with the tongues of men and angels, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, if you're polling at 1%, brother, go ahead and do it. Right? Yeah, you got nothing to lose. Why don't you be Mr. Cool Guy with a snake and a leather jacket? Why don't you dress like <laughs> Bret Hart out there? Oh man! You showed me where really the Second fashion. Amendment applies to snakes. You can't put a snake in a leather vest. It doesn't have arms. What about a leather snuggie of sorts? You, yeah, you could just put it in like a little a leather cuff. turtleneck. I think it's a little, all. Yeah, a little turtleneck. It's all vest, zipper. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. all yeah. vest. Yeah. Snake's yeah. the original vest. leather vest. <laughs> That's right. He brought his own to the party. <laughs> oh. That's how cool he is. <laughs> Look at that snake. He's wearing snakeskin. <laughs> This is my this is my running mate, Vengeance. <laughs> I'm putting him on this is I'm putting him on the Supreme Court. This is this is how the no labels party gets in all fifty states. You don't need a label when you're carrying around a big fucking snake. God. Just condu- just to, just let's just see who's a bitch and just lays the snake on the stage. <laughs> see who runs. Nikki Haley's like, oh, that's my friend Edgar. Yeah. <laughs> we go to church together. <laughs> He's a good Christian snake. <laughs>